Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. What it do, family? This is your boy, Jay Rated R. It is a pleasure to be talking to you all once again, as always. And if you don't know, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. No doubt. Family, it is July 30th. One more day, and then we'll be going into the month of August. <clears throat> And I want to talk to you all today. And by the way, family, my voice is a little scratchy. You're going to have to forgive your boy. Um, <laughs> I've been working in the heat and doing a whole lot of other things. So it's just, uh, <clears throat> I guess, my body's way of trying to uh, get through all the whatever's going on out here. I definitely ain't got Delta or COVID, so let me go ahead and be clear about that. <laughs> I have to get checked periodically, so uh, your boy's good. But here's my thing, family. We have a special topic of today, something I've been ranting on about throughout the different podcasts. Um, and now, when I say special, it's not going to be a two-hour, three, four-hour type of special so i should probably not use that word because <laughs> um you know to me special means it's going to be a little longer than usual but we have a great topic nonetheless as you can see the title was posw acronym for prisoner of spiritual warfare that's right we all know about pow prisoners of war and uh respect to our veterans who have fought on many different types of wars for this country uh, and we don't need to name them all or anything of that nature. But if you're not familiar with your history, please get acclimated and familiar. I know a lot of us have grandparents and uncles and depending on how, how old we are, we even have parents that may have served um, <clears throat> and uh, different types of wars. War is war, man. Casualties of war are always high. The morale is low. The calamity is high. And so uh, we are at a different type of war that we've always been at. And that's in Ephesians 6.12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And so that's what this podcast is going to be based on today. We are going to focus on the war behind the war. That which is the source of a lot of these wars, even though we look at these things as a mundane human type thing, whether it's for politics, power, control, 
it all is still synonymous to what really is going on behind the curtains or as I would like to say behind the veil spiritual warfare is a definitely is definitely a real thing whether you know this to be true or not doesn't excuse the fact that it is still true I hope you all are living your best life at least trying to right now in these perilous times and this is why we do these podcasts family so that we can keep you all aware and up to date and also to let you know you really are truly not alone out here even though you feel like it you may physically be alone you're never really alone and I mean that in more than one way I mean that when you have Pharaoh Radio family over here you can always tune into and get the latest or get something um you know, that you may not be getting in social media, depending on what platforms you support and listen to. Uh, Also, you're not alone because you always have spiritual guidance around you. And yes, there are also opposing spiritual forces that play a part in the things that we deal with in our day to day challenges and things of that nature. But nonetheless, you are not alone. I know Michael Jackson said that best. Um, but it's the same at the same time. It is very true. Excuse me. So, yes, we are going to talk about some things today relating to spiritual warfare, why things are the way they are initially and allegedly why people are the way they are. Okay. Um, we don't want to give anything an excuse. We want to give it reason. There is a difference. Reasoning is because whatever the whatever something is, the way it is or why it is the way it is, that's reason. Excuses, however, are things we make up to justify things that we don't have a true answer to or we don't want to admit to having a true answer to. Um, a lot of us that are in denial of things or if we're trying to take the the load off our own shoulders that we play a part or blame in. We don't want to take full responsibility for that. So we will make up excuses. If you didn't do your homework, my dog ate it. Now that could be a lie. There have been times, believe it or not, that dogs do eat homework, tear it up, whatever. (laughs) Animals have strange fetishes too, you know. Uh, Shit, some of y'all out here probably ate your own damn homework. (laughs) Anyway. I know back in the day when I was coming up, I heard all kinds of crazy reasons why somebody didn't have their homework. And then you have people who just straight up honest. I forgot. Oh, I didn't do it because I didn't understand it. Oh, I just didn't want to. That was my favorite. Not my favorite in me personally saying that, but others who said it, that was my favorite hearing them say it because it was just like straight to the point. I ain't feel like doing it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, yeah, and some of them were probably two or three years older than me anyway. And you can see why they were in the class with me because they didn't feel like doing homework. But anyway, uh, I'm just picking. Um, it's all good. We got to have a little humor out here now and, now and again, fam. You can't be serious all the time about everything or you'll go crazy. You know, you got to have something to uplift your spirits, especially in these dark moments that we are living in that are upon us. And so, family, we're going to get more into what's really going on with this title. We're going to start talking about it. But you guys know already what time it is. That's right, fam. If you don't know, now you will. It is that time for us to give in to our sponsors with Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for all that they do for Pharaoh Radio and all the other platforms that help sponsor Pharaoh Radio as well. We also want to give a shout out to FCFVA. 
Fidel Cash Flow VA. Definitely make sure you continually, continuously uh, support that brother. And all of you who are part of the Pharaoh Radio family, who always chime in, support in whichever way you, you can, whether that's through donations, listening, emailing, your boy is really happy about it. And like I said, we're working on things, family, trying to make things happen. On that note, I'm your boy, Jay Rated R. Don't go anywhere. We'll return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, hey. It's your boy, Jay Rated R. That's right. And you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. No doubt. Family, we would like to give a shout out to a young brother that's doing his thing. And for most of you, if you don't already know who he is, if this is your first time tuning in to the show, that person is Fidel Cashflow VA, also known as FCF VA. This brother is doing his own thing and has been doing so for quite a long time now. As you may always hear at the beginning of Favorite Radio, every time we do our show, we always give him a shout out because he is the reason why we even started Favorite Radio. This brother's into a lot of things, fam. Music. He's always doing his podcast, so check him out. Fidel Castro VA on Anchor, as well as all the other platforms. He's also got his hands in the political uh, arena of information, giving it to you real with the hip hop and all other forms of worldly news, clothing, and all other aspects. So we definitely want to thank FCFEA for all that he does, locally as well as globally. I'm your boy J Rated R. Definitely check this brother out. Show him your love and show him your support. And on that note, family, I'm out. And as always, y'all stay blessed and stay fresh. I'm your boy J Rated R signing off saying peace and namaste. Peace and blessings, family. We are back. And that's right, baby. You are tuning in the Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. No doubt. Family, we are talking about POSW, prisoners of spiritual warfare. And there are no exceptions. There are no favorites. Anybody can get it. We are all subject to spiritual warfare one way or the other. It doesn't matter who you are where you come from, where you're held from, what your background is. None of this mundane earth shit matters. That's all illusions. So get over yourselves for those of you who do not believe this or think that you have some type of higher role in society above all else and others. You are just as subjugated to these things as the rest of us. And I don't say that to be funny, condescending, I don't say that to be offensive in any type of way, definitive in any type of way. I'm saying it because it is nothing more than a fact. And there are things that we all have a role in playing on this in this world uh, in these bodies. We are definitely very, very powerful beings in these bodies. And we're going to have more podcasts where I get more deeper into the spiritual reality of who we are and what we are. 
Right now, I'm keeping it biblical for most of you to tune into the show because you can relate to the Bible. And whether your pastors are talking to you in this manner, giving you this information, breaking it down in this manner, whether they are or, or they aren't, we are here on Pharaoh Radio. This is what we do amongst all other things. And remember, family, on this show, there are no filters. There's no censorship. There's no BS. On this show, we come real. We come raw. We come authentic or we don't come at all. I live by this, man. I dedicate my heart and soul to this stuff. And it may come off to a lot of you as, well, I don't know what it may come off. Everybody is their own person. Everybody is different in how they perceive things. I just know that I try to be as clear as I can and concise as I can to let you all know. Uh, and I'm very meticulous to a, to a degree about how I do things. Because I don't want anybody to say, well, J-Rated all said this out of context or say that I didn't say something. If I said it and I put it in full context or content, then you all can go off of that. But if I didn't say it, don't add anything to my words. Don't take anything away from what I say. Now, I sound like the Bible now when I say don't take away from the words of this book and don't add to them. But I ain't, I'm not the Bible. I'm just saying no one wants to be slandered. No one wants to be allegedly accused of anything. No one wants to have their name smeared in the dirt. No one wants to be made uh, a joke out of. Your name can go a long way in this world. Sometimes that's all you have is your name and what you stand for. And I can stand up to anybody and say what I got to say and keep it moving. I'm not the baddest motherfucker on earth, but I'm not the, the weakest link either. You know, I do believe in standing for what I believe is right. I do believe in taking up for the underdog. And I do stand in my heart with a lot of things I'm very passionate about. This show being very much so one of those major passions. So, again, this is why I do what I do. And for no other reason. It's nothing more. It's nothing less. So getting on to the subject at hand, we are talking about prisoners of spiritual warfare. And that is something, like I said at the very beginning of the show, just a little few minutes ago, this is what we are all subject to. Man, woman, and child. Doesn't matter. Even animals. <laughs> okay. Um, but let's talk about something that we can put our hands on. Let's talk about something we can all relate to and see in our day to day. You know, you right now, you see the world is going through a change. It's going through a struggle. So has the world always been this way? Yeah. I mean, there's always been change, struggle, challenges, obstacles. There's always been good versus evil, light versus dark, et cetera, et cetera. That's not something that just sprung about or just happened here in the last decade or, or the last millennium or something. That's something that's been going on since the beginning of time. But we're living in this timeline. So we can only for those of us that are alive and well and consciously in our right mind, we can relate to what's going on now. Sure, we could look into history and see how things came about, what things were like and how they led up to now. That's that's for anybody to have access to. That's not rocket science. That's just common sense and some logic. All right. And so we can do that. We can always delve into the past history records of history and, and say, hey, this happened this time. This is how it was. This is how people acted. And they're still acting that way to this very day. The difference is in this time. These things are happening at such a high rate, high ironic pace. Well, let me just say it simple. These things are happening at an alarming rate. 
like they've never happened before in the history of this earth. And we read about these things in the Bible, do we not? Talking about the generation of Noah. Times that Noah was living in were very terrible. The times of Sodom and Gomorrah were very terrible. So terrible in such a way that the Most High, as you call God, had to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah as well as the entire earth. But he did it through fire with Sodom and Gomorrah and he did it with water with the entire earth. That's how bad it was. And it says again, coming into the time we're living in, moving forward, in the book of Revelations, he would destroy the planet again. This time he would do it with fire. We know how hot shit has been in California, fires and shit starting, un, you know, um, unaccountable. They don't have any, they're just saying maybe it's because it's so hot and you know how you know fire can literally start just catching fire to things that are dry. But I think it's a little more than that. Now, am I saying that that's impossible? Of course not. You're talking to the right one. I'm the one that's going to tell you all things are possible because I don't believe anything is ever impossible. No matter how ironic, how far-fetched or crazy sounding it may seem or, 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 or sound, I know better. I've seen the impossible. I've done some impossible things myself. So I would never say anything is impossible. Highly improbable, I will use terms like that. But impossible, you'll never hear me say that. So on that note, family, we're going to go and take our next commercial break. When we return, we will continue to dig deep into spiritual warfare, how it affects us. And let's get into the juice of this thing. Let's start talking about the spirit world. Let's talk about the entities and the things that has been this huge focal point for a long time. Let's get into that. I'm your boy, Jay Reed. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. family it is your boy jay rated all and that's right you are tuning in to pharaoh radio where you heard it here you heard it first no doubt we're going to give a special special shout out to a very near and dear friend of mine she's a woman filled with the spirit of christ filled with the spirit of the most high and i want you all to definitely take your time out to support Miss Caroline Yotzia. She is definitely somebody that can make your day better. She's definitely filled with the word fam. And you can check her out on her Anchor podcast or her Spotify podcast called Rock Cut Channel. That's called Rock Cut Channel. And it's spelled all in one word. R-O-C-K-C-U-T and then the word channel live on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and many, many more. So if you're looking for inspiration and upliftment of encouragement and you want to get the word on the day-to-day life of what's going on in the world, definitely check out Miss Yotia's channel. She definitely will make not only your day better, but she'll educate you at the same time. We want to thank her here on Pharaoh Radio for all that she does locally as well as globally all around the world. 
So definitely take your time out to support her. Subscribe to her channel. And much, much more. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You are tuning in to Favor Radio. Go check out Rock Cut Channel by Miss Caroline Yoltsia. Y'all take care. Stay blessed. And as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. family you know who it is what it is and why we do it i'm your boy j rated r and yes you are tuning in the pharaoh radio family we are talking about posw that's right prisoner of spiritual warfare and if you out of the many other people on this planet don't feel that you are a victim of such warfare then hey (laughs) i got news for you you will find out soon enough. All right, family, let's jump straight into it. Spiritual warfare. Well, let's talk about it. We know what warfare is, right? We know what warfare is. Warfare is something that we have been going through since the beginning of time. One side versus another for control, for power, for freedom, for, for rights, whether it's for good or for evil purposes. It's warfare, one versus the other. In this case, we're talking about the light versus the dark, the good, if you will, versus the bad, which can be also based on perception. I don't sometimes like saying good versus bad. We know there's evil in the world. We know there's bad in the world. But sometimes what can be considered on minute levels, depending on what that is, what looks to be good can be bad and what looks to be bad can be good. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 tells us that so does the Quran and so many other spiritual doctrine but we're not here to talk about all that we're going to keep it simple today your boy can go off into a tangent we can just start bringing all types of things together to show you how they all correlate how they're all synonymously connected so forth so forth etc etc but that's neither here or there it connects yes but I don't want to get too much off topic by straying away and bringing all these other outside influences into this conversation. We have many and plenty of days to do that. And if it's the Lord's will, I would definitely do it. You guys also, if you want to hear it, you know what you need to do. Hit your boy up on jratedrgmail.com and let me know how you feel. All right. So here we are. We're never alone, family. A lot of you have different belief systems. Some of you believe that there is a thing for uh, ghost, uh, your spiritual ancestors, or ancestors in the spiritual uh, planes. A lot of you definitely believe in dark forces, whether we want to call them demons or negative beings. Archons, whatever the case is, you definitely believe that they exist, as well as the good beings. Now, when we say angels, automatically our minds go to thinking in a religious sense. When we say angels, we automatically see that as a divine thing. But there are all types of different angels, family. 
Specifically, there are fallen angels. Now, if an angel has fallen, does that mean that it is evil? In the religious sense, you would say yes. It may have fell for something that it should not have done, whether it was influenced by another angel or whatever the purpose may be. It may be a good angel, but it lost its position in heaven and no longer has that position or that post as its position. And maybe in redemption, trying to get back to being in the good graces of the Most High, the creator of all things. Then you have those beings who are wicked. The ones who fell because they just kept on not getting it. <laughs> they fell into lust. They fell into being in control, into power. They felt like they could do it better. Whatever the case was. These are the beings that we most presumably talk about because this is what religion has taught us. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but I say the word religion specifically on purpose because we have to learn to still be spiritual without being religious sometimes. Am I telling you to stray away from the path of what you're here to do? No, of course not. Who am I to do that? What I'm saying is do not be conditioned by man to fall into some form of a consensus way of thinking based on religious principles. To make that simpler, simpler, do not be willing to just only be a follower because man tells you something. You must learn all things through spirit. All right. Your Bible, for those of you who rock hard with it or some of you who are starting to rock with it, you will realize that. <laughs> and that's wild. Um, so what I really wanted to say is spiritual warfare is what we're up against. It's always been the precursor or the real original reason why we are in the position that we are in, whether that's racism, which is civil unrest amongst the people based on ethnicity, whether it's gender bashing from a man or a woman to a man wanting to be a man, I mean, woman or woman wanting to be a man, which is transgenderism um, or transhumanism, shall I say? Now, when we say humanism, we're talking about something beyond just becoming a man and a woman. We're talking about becoming something completely, totally different, different, anthropomorphizing, changing yourself into something completely different, metamorphosing. We're going to talk about that because it plays a part in the spiritual warfare, but we're not going to stay on that subject or that topic. So I want you all to know you are not alone. And just to show you that we're going to take a quick last commercial break we're going to have an intermission i'm going to play you a song that you're very familiar with and if you haven't been familiar or not familiar with this song it's time for you to wake up out of the cave ruins of your mind and get acclimated with the day and the time all right so go ahead and enjoy your next commercial break get you something to sip on be ready because when we come back there's not going to be any more interruptions no more commercial breaks we're going to start jumping into this with some scripture and we're going to start talking about things going on in this government and what we're really looking at so y'all go ahead get yourselves together i'm your boy jay read it all you are tuning in the favor radio we will return after these messages stay tuned
Peace and blessings, family. I'm your boy, Jerry Dadar. That's right, you were tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. When you heard it here, you heard it first. Absolutely. Prisoner of Spiritual Warfare. Now, I hope you all like that little rendition of Michael Jackson during the last intermission break. Um, I felt that it was only appropriate to not only pay homage and respect to the king of pop, but again, the message that is entailed into that song. Now, a lot of you can see that from a different perspective. So we're not here to have a debate on what the song really is um, speaking about, because here's the thing, family. I want to say this, beloved. There are many messages and pitches. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, songs are the same way. There's different languages within languages. Now, some of you who study backmasking, some of you who know about which language, some of you know about uh, double talk, right? Uh, the linguistics. There's always a message within a, within a message. Um, however, it resonates to your heart. Whatever the message is that you're receiving from that, look into it. Feel me on that because that's what music is. It is conveying a message in a symphonic and a melody type of way. So um, you got to harmonize, baby. That's all I'm saying. You got to get in tune with yourself. You got to get in tune with what's going on. And you got to really listen, not just hear something, but listen. Right. Um, you are not alone. That was the main reason why I played that, because you are in a world. Sometimes you feel as if you are the only person that can relate to you because you cannot gain uh, the respect or you don't seem to fit in with the Joneses or the people. Right. You don't seem to belong in the society. You always feel like an outcast, someone who was not welcome, the black sheep, whatever the case is, whatever you want to use, you feel excluded. Okay, spiritual warfare will also do that to a person. Yes, we are all special in our own unique way. Every last one of us, regardless of what some of us are here to do, regardless of the success that we may partake in here in the physical world, in these bodies, whatever our careers may be. Just like I've been saying, just because something looks good on the outside doesn't mean that it's all good on the inside. And that can range from people's personalities, their spiritual well-being, their salvation to Whatever you see on the outside is probably just a shell of what's really going on on the inside. People's homes, their home life ain't all of what it's cracked up to be. There's people out here suffering from all forms of abuse, all forms of, of ridicule, all forms of satanic ritual abuse or abuses of all kinds, whether it be verbal, physical, sexual abuse is abuse. And to, to such a degree, it's psychological there's also a psychological warfare that takes place. So there's all forms of warfare, but let me tell you something. All forms of what we can deem or call uh, or give a name here in this physical world, medically, it all pertains to one word or two words, shall I say, and that is spiritual warfare. Now, what am I always saying on this show? I'm always saying there's only one word that connects all things that we talk about here on Fable Radio. Regardless, be that as it may, we talk about politics, we talk about relationships, we talk about what's going on with the government, we talk about the economy, we talk about our cultural life, agriculture, we talk about religion, we talk about every single thing you can think of, sex, 
friendship, loyalty, support, investments. It doesn't matter. We talk about it. And in the center of all that conversation, of all those different topics, what is the one word that we always use on this show that we base everything off of in this entire universe? Life, everything. There's one word. And if you don't know already, it's because you haven't been tuning into the show or you're just now for the first time chiming in. Welcome. But the one word that I always refer to that connects all things, not just on Fable Radio family, but in life period. And that word is spirituality, because that's what Fable Radio is. It is a spiritual based foundation podcast. Yeah, we got different names like social uh, economic and all that for title purposes but what we really are is a spiritual foundation we talk about any and everything it's all inclusive that's why I see it spiritual because once again you're not a human being having a spiritual experience you're a spiritual being having a human experience learn the difference and as long as you keep tuning into this show if you have not been listening to any of the previous podcasts that I've done in the course of these two years, please take the time to make the time to listen to these shows because your boy not only took the time to do it, but there's a message and tale behind it. And no, I am not taking credit for it. I am just a vessel speaking through spirit. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to get the basic things out first because I want us to talk about all the different things that relate to what we call spiritual warfare so that we can turn around and have spiritual welfare right welfare not warfare because we all know what does welfare mean welfare means the health happiness and fortunes of a person or a group so it means the well-being of a person and if we spiritually are trying to be or have spiritual well-beingness spiritual well-beingness is a being who is spiritually well or being well spiritually (laughs) you feel me so that's what this is all about we are spiritual beings trying to have a welfare because you have to pick a side sure you are both polarities of this drawn out war of emotions you have good you have bad you have up you have down you have happy you have mad you have hot versus cold that's polarity that's duality but within the polarity scales of balance there are many different things that fall into the shades of gray to give you your light versus your dark and in the middle is gray areas so that's called finding a balance how do you do that by staying centered or neutralized in the middle you have to be the neutron or the central aspect meaning to be a balanced person on a scale you have to be in the middle because if you're too far to the left or too far to the right the scales get tipped towards the favor of what side you're on and therefore that ain't balance so you're going to be tipping the scales you're going to be too much of one side if you're not in the middle Because in the middle, you get all things. You learn all things. You are all things because you are all things. And that's why I say the word universe. Listen to the words real carefully. Now, this is this is phonetics. I'm trying to I'm trying to, you know, I'm giving you a jewel. The word universe is you in the verse of all things. 
Is not the scriptures talking about that which is going on in this world? Does it not say that there was a creator who created all things, which is the universe? And why do they call this the verses in the Bible? Because it's descriptive, right? And who is the I am in the Bible? The most high. But who? where does he dwell? In you. In you is the inner you, right? This is what a lot of the people in so-called uh, new age spiritual. I hate that word, new age. But it's what people deem. It's what religious people call people who are outside of the Bible. New age believers, occultists, things like that. That's because they don't really have a real true overstanding or understanding of these words they use. Now, without getting and this is all still on topic, family. So just walk with me because we got some time in the show to do what we're here to do. So just go ahead and enjoy, it, baby, and just take it all in. Spiritual warfare is a real thing, and we're getting into that. But right now, I'm more concerned for you all to understand the differences in the terms because you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You incarnated, meaning you came into a physical form when you were born physically. Is you incarnated, meaning you came as a spiritual being into the flesh. Another word for that is carnal, right? You are a carnal being, a being of the flesh, a physical being, right? That was made from the dirt, the earth, because that's what your body goes back to once it dies. That's in Ecclesiastes family, chapter 12, verse 6. Read it. And you know you came from the dirt because of Genesis, chapter 1 and 2. Read it. So here's the thing. Don't just read, read to learn, to study, to become not only acclimated, but to become wiser, to be given knowledge and then to learn how to use that knowledge, how to apply it. The only way you can do that is to study, to show yourself approved unto God. That's in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. And if you don't think you can be given the answers to all forms of all mysteries, meaning all secrets of the universe, you're wrong because the Bible tells you you can't. Second Timothy, again, same chapter, chapter two, only this time that's verse seven. We're going to talk about all this because it all plays an intricate part in the spiritual welfare as well as the spiritual warfare. Now, the title is spiritual warfare, prisoner of spiritual warfare. So that's what we're going to talk about. But I felt the need to give you some upliftment because I don't want this to be sounding like something depressing. Sometimes we have a knack of staying on topic and it can get negative to a point where people start worrying through anxiety or start psyching themselves out about what is versus what isn't. And they give themselves not a chance to be uplifted or to ascend to the next level. Instead, they dwell on the negative vibrations, which are lower thought forms and lower frequencies, and it, it, it attacks them. And then it opens them up to be spiritually attacked by external forces. And so we don't want that. We're not here to to shy away or to make you feel less or low. We're here to uplift you, to encourage you, to give you the strength needed and to know that you got you're not alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was the whole purpose of Michael's song being played in the last commercial break is to let you know you are not alone. You're not alone. No matter what you go through, we all walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. That's in Psalms chapter 23, verse 4. But we will fear no evil. Finish reading that chapter. After you read verse 4, continue read. Because it will tell you, God is our strength. 
He's got our back. He will fight your battles, family. All of this is throughout the, ba- uh, the Bible. Be still and know that I am God, right? That's in Psalms chapter 46, verse 10. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 14, it says, The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Talk to me. This is a real deal thing. We are in a spiritual warfare. We could talk about it and that's what we're going to do. So before we get into the warfare of spirituality, the welfare is your happiness. That which you deserve to have the health, the wealth, the fortunes, good fortunes of a person or a group. Because it doesn't have a particular choice as to who benefits from having welfare. It all depends on the individual as to do they want to benefit from being spiritually well, uh, having welfare. Because it all comes down to free will, to choice, to action, to commitment. Are you committed? It's more than just saying I have a thought to be something. Are you applying yourself accordingly to achieve the goal at hand? This is not about individual accolades. Those things will come to you. Those things will be added unto you if you stay focused on the most high. This is why we fall short of the glory in Romans chapter 3 verse 23. For all have fallen short, right? Because we are not focused on the one thing that should be in the center of us all. The center is the sun. The sun is the soul. Soul is the word sun in Latin. So you need to be focused on the center of all things. Who is in the center of all things? The I am. Who is the I am? The most high. That's in your Bibles in 1 John chapter 4. Read it. Because he breathed into you his spirit and made you a what? A living soul. Through the breath of life, you became a living soul. It means you are a living son. An S-O-N, as well as an S-U-N. And daughter, for those who are female in the, in the, in the body. We are children of the light. Right? Jesus said this. He says, he's, I, I am the light of the world. That's in the St. John chapter 8, verse 12. Now, what I call St. John is what's in the four Gospels, right? Of Luke, Matthew, Mark, and then John. John is called St. John. If you got an older epistle Bible or King James, it says St. John. Because you have to distinguish St. John from 1st and 2nd John. So, when you hear me say St. John, I'm talking about the book of John. And if I'm talking about 1st John, I'm saying 1st John. If I'm talking about 2nd John, I'm saying 2nd John. These are all books in your Bible for those of you who don't know. So in St. John and chapter eight, verse 12, he tells you he is the light of the world and whoever followeth him shall not what fam should not wallow or walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Yahshua is the walking unk that you read about in Kemet. The unk is the symbol of the Christian cross in its original form. The real cross, the first and most oldest amuletic device we call the cross is called the Ankh in Kemet, which is another word for Kemet is Egypt. Now, a lot of you were saying, well, wait a minute. This is starting to sound confusing because how did we get off of spiritual warfare? We haven't, fam. I'm tying it all in. Let your boy work. All I ask you to do is walk with me. Don't follow me. Walk with me. Another few of you are probably asking this question also. Is not Egypt the enemy of the Hebrew Israelite God? No. 
it seems that way when you read the Bible in Exodus, because El Elo or Ilion Ilion El or God, as you know him to be in the Phoenician king in that Hebrew tongue, is telling the Egyptian Pharaoh Ramses to let his people go. Who does he send? He sends Moses, a Hebrew Israelite to do so. But was not Moses also raised as an Egyptian in the Egyptian ways? Was not Jesus sent to Egypt as a child during the time of King Herod, wanting to kill all firstborns because he had received the nomen of prophecy stating his demise would come because of this Messiah. And he had all firstborns around first one and two killed or newborn babies. Was he not? So if you read your Bible and, and really thoroughly read it, you'll know that all your prophets in the Bible came or went into Egypt. They either came from or went into Egypt. Now, why is that? If that is the enemy of God, why would God send us to his enemy? I'm going to tell you something, family. Again, if you have an old King James Version Bible, you can go to Hosea chapter 13, verse 4, and Hosea chapter 12 and read verses 8 through 9. And it will tell you, I, the Lord, am from the land of Egypt. Now, I'm not turning this into an Egyptian podcast today. We got plenty of time for that. And I've spoken briefly on these type of subjects in the past podcast. What I'm trying to tie into you, I mean, tie into all this is if you want to know how spiritual warfare is done, you got to understand certain things from the original aspects before we can make a completely critical judgment of something, a sound judgment. We need to understand its history, its roots. Egypt gets blamed for a lot of things because it's one of the most oldest cultures that we know about. And of course, where is Egypt? It's in Africa, right? Well, the Middle East and all these other things are right there in Africa, too. They don't tell you that. Now, this ain't about color. Let me be clear. This ain't about race. Although we can make it about that, that is not what this is. Again, this is bigger than the flesh. Color plays an intricate part for a reason. I'm going to show you why race is important, but not gonna, I'm not going to do that in this podcast. That is a podcast that will take up a whole podcast in itself. So for those of you who want to know why color is really being used against us to divide and conquer, it's because it, it has true power to it. Not one over the other, but there's ranking in that. There's things that happen for a reason, unbeknownst to man's reason. And that's what I want to get into next. Man does not know all of what he thinks he knows. Man cannot cover or cannot be a spokesperson for every single thing. I am a man and I am speaking on things too. But this knowledge doesn't come just from uh, perception or, or, or speculation. This knowledge comes from the word that the Most High has given me to give to those of you to seek it for yourself again always back check whatever anybody tells you that includes me if i ain't got nothing to hide and i'm all about the truth then i don't have a problem with you looking behind and checking behind the sources of what i say i want you to do that because you're gonna find this shit out for yourself that's what any real spokesperson would tell you if you go to second corinthians chapter 10 and read verses three through five and I'm going to do that right now for you all. But give you a second to get you a Bible. Second Corinthians or look it up online. It doesn't matter. Google it, whatever. These are jewels right here, fam. There's a reason why I stay in the Bible as much as I do. 
Now, your boy's into everything. You guys know I study the Emerald Tablets. I study the Cuneiform Tablets. I study the Vedic Scripts. I study uh, all sorts of information. I talk about the Dogon tribes and the Nomos, the Archons of the Gnostic uh, Bible and, and, and of the Nag Hammadi, right? It's a whole lot of things. I understand codes. I know the code of Hammurabi. I understand that uh, the Freemasonic uh, lodges and codes they use, right? You have the sons um, <laughs> of the neophytes. You have the uh, Order of Set. You have the Golden Dawn. You have the Phoenix Order. There's a lot of stuff we could talk about, but I just can't get into it all with you on one setting. But I am with the Bible. I do get down with it because I, I understand a lot of what's, what the Bible entails. It's been given to me to see it. At first, I didn't know this. So anyway, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 5. This is all based on spiritual warfare. Let's get into it. Chapter 10, verses 3 through 5. I'm going to get started. Verse 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Oh, that was deep. Did you hear that? Let me go. Let me go into it again. I know you read it. I know you saw it, but I don't think it hits you right, but it will. I'm going to let the spirit do that. For though we walk in the flesh, we're in the bodies, right? We're in these carnal bodies, these physical bodies. We walk around in these things, right? We do not war after the flesh. See, even though the battle seems like it's some petty shit, kids hating on each other because somebody got a pair of Jordans or somebody got a PlayStation 5. I'm talking about today's modern children. Whatever the case is, it's always been the same. You got grown ass adults out here fighting over each other, men and women uh, fighting for rights. They're fighting over each other, over and one another. Somebody did something, somebody didn't look right. Somebody's hair is cuter than somebody else's. Somebody got lighter eyes, whatever the case is. People are fighting over the dumbest ass, pettiest reasons, but this is what humans do. But even though we're out here shooting and killing and doing all this crazy ignorant shit and doing things that we shouldn't even be doing and have no business. Yes, people are inherently evil. It's just as well as they're inherently good. If they got a soul, they got a chance to be good because you can't be good if you don't have a soul. You can only act out the way you were programmed or the way you were created. With a soul, there's free will. There's a chance that you can be where the most high is because he breathed into you his spirit through the breath of life and gave you and made you a living soul. So therefore, you know that you can change and ascend and move forward and past your sins and past your downfalls and all these other things that people tell you can't be. But even though I just said all of that in one breath, it seems. <laughs> Let me slow it up a little bit because some of you like to take in what I'm saying and I don't want to sound like I'm at an auction making a bet running for mayor or some shit um even though we do all that and we're in the flesh the scriptures tell us we still do not war after the flesh some of you are fighting over a piece of ass right some of y'all out here fighting over some money some of you out here over tripping because your car ain't right because somebody else got a new car. Whatever the case is, whatever the human mundane carnal reason for your reason for wanting to war with somebody is, the Bible says that we do not war after the flesh. That's deep. That means all this shit I just said is irrelevant because the real enemy ain't in the flesh. Let me continue. Verse four, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Pause. 
Let me read that again. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That means they are not of the flesh, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So that means even though you might be physically fighting a battle with someone, you know, we can hurt each other here in this physical world because we're all able to operate on the same plane of existence, which means we can interact with one another, right? We have interface with one another. We can confront one another. Whatever I can do to you, you can do to me, in other words, and vice versa. But if it's a spiritual warfare, uh-oh, I ain't preaching, I don't do that. That ain't my style. But your boy feeling it right now. If we have in spiritual warfare, which is behind all the carnal warfare, then you can't beat what's really going on. You can't beat that which is really causing these wars to break out in the first place that we have here in the physical world. Because all things that happen in the physical world are all renditions of things that start where? In the spiritual world. That means nothing that goes on here is an accident or a coincidence. That it all had to be laid down before it came into existence. But where did it come from? Who made it? If you're talking about spiritual things, then you got to be talking about the creator of all things. Because all things had to be created through what? His thoughts. His thoughts had to become actualities, actual things brought into light codes, filaments, and became actual things that we call physical manifestations. Did it not say this in the book of John chapter one? The word was God and God was the word and the word was with God. Well, if he's all these things. If he's love that the Bible also tells us he is and represents. If he's the universe, if he's the creator of all things, the masters of the universe, then it makes sense that all these things that we call physical. And if we scientifically want to break it down, family, to a quantum level, then what we call physical ain't even actually physical. It's just molecules that vibrate at such a slow molecular density, meaning the speed that gives you the volume of something, the mass of something based on its frequency, based on the oscillation wave uh, patterns or oscillating frequency, how it vibrates, in other words, because everything is energy, right? So if things in this world seem physical or appear physical to us physical beings, it's because we all vibrate at the same molecular level enough to call what we call solid matter. So it's basically molecular vibrational frequencies that are so slow and so dense the more dense something is, the more heavier and more physical it appears to be. But it's all energy. It's like a, a wall of energy that is hard to break through and it appears solidified. So even when the battle seems physical here, it's still spiritual because it came from the spiritual first. And how did that happen? Spiritual warfare, light versus dark. What we do here affects the spirit world but what the spirit world does there affects this world even more because that's where the real enemy is i'm not saying the spirit world is the enemy no i'm saying you have spiritual enemies in the spiritual world who have to some degree a great deal of control and man uh, and can manipulate and influence this world 
That's what I'm saying. So when the Bible here in second Corinthians chapter 10, we reading verses three through five. And right now we're stuck in four when it says for weapons of our warfare are not carnal, meaning they are not flesh, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That means it's spiritual. So let's continue Unpause. Let's go to verse five, casting down imaginations uh-oh, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Let's talk about it. I got to read it one more time, man. I got to read it one more time because I know you feeling this. This thing just said, this scripture just said in verse five, casting down imaginations. Let's pause right there for a second. A lot of you all like to say, oh, that's all in the, you know, let's use children, for instance. Children have a very, what we call a vivid imagination, right? They're very creative. They're always playing, talking to imaginary friends. They say they see things that adults can't see. And adults just take it as, well, that's my, that's his imagination. That's her imagination. Let me give you some quick spiritual, uh, let me show you all some science here real quick. Science means to know, right? <clears throat> In the esoteric circles, esoteric meaning inner sacred teachings or secret teachings in other words the occult <laughs> right that hidden knowledge and these esoteric circles you learn that words not only play an intricate part in creation not only do they play an intricate part in how we uh how we think we're influenced by words right whether we speak them into existence we when we speak words we're casting spells because that's that's in that what words are it's little remnants of spells. This is what the book of James chapter three says about watching what you say using the tongue. It can be used to destroy or it can be used to heal. That's how powerful we are. When you say you speak something into existence, you're claiming it. It's not what the Bible says. As a man think of in his heart, so shall is he. That's in Proverbs 23 verse seven. Now that's when thinking it. But what about him speaking it? Well, to decree a thing, you got to be careful. Because to decree a thing, that's what Job, the book of Job, chapter 22, verse 28 says, fam. It says, thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon thy ways. So be careful what you say. Along with what James chapter three says in the book of James, be careful what you say and how you say it. You can do a lot of harm just talking because it's intent. Now, how is words going to hurt? It's the emotion that goes behind the words. Remember, the thinking of your mind, thinking something is the cause. Your emotions are the effect. That's cause and effect. That's one of the seven hermetic principles of the universe, right? The law of mentalism, the law of vibration, the law of causation, which is cause and effect. <laughs> we could talk about it, fam. And the Bible also says what you call the law of attraction. The Bible says that's called you reap what you sow. As a man weep, a man will reap what he sows. That's why he has to be careful what he says, especially when he blasphemes God. You don't mock the most high. That's in the book of Galatians, chapter six, verse seven. Galatians, chapter six, verse seven says God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap. As it is above, so it is below. As it is within, so it is without. The law of attraction, right? These are all spiritual things. 
so you can bring spiritual damnation upon yourself. So it doesn't hurt. I mean, it doesn't help to do these things yourself, not to mention you're being influenced from other outside invisible spiritual influences, demonic darkness or the realms of spiritual wickedness. Now, let me finish reading this. Let's go back to second Corinthians chapter 10 and let's go to verse five, because that's where we stopped at. That's the verse that we needed to read. It said, casting down imaginations and every thing I mean, in every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. So that means for people who like to make up shit in their head, right? Folks who like to claim things, speaking things out of their ass, talking sideways out of their neck. Folks that got double talk. That's a double tongue, motherfucker. Yeah, I cussed. I'm, I'm human. I'm going to try to tone it down. But I get mad because I get into my feelings. I'm passionate about this. Forgive me most high for that. But you understand as a warrior, as a leader of my own right, right? I can't stand these things that we are prisoners of spiritual warfare of. People sometimes like to think they know what they're talking about, but they don't know what they're talking about. And see, if we stayed in Corinthians first and second Corinthians, you would read all this because it tells you this in first and second Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter two, it talks about it speaks of wisdom and all of the mystery. Mystery is secrets. It talks about all the secrets of God are given to man in spirit. When man worships him in spirit, the way he's supposed to be worshiped. How do you know that? That's in the Bible of St. John chapter four, verse 24. Says God is a spirit, and we must worship Him in spirit, because we're spiritual beings. And if you follow Him and do what you're supposed to, and you ask Him, He'll give you all the secrets of all mysteries. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall open. That's in Matthew chapter seven, verse seven, fam. If you go to Second Timothy chapter two, verse seven, it says, "Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things." Not some things, not a few, not some here and there. All that means all inclusive, all things. So all mysteries, all secrets, all powers, you can know it. But you got to be right with the most high. I'm not even right with the most high. I ain't going to tell you no lies, but I didn't see some things I ain't supposed to. I didn't peep behind the curtain in the veil of what we call reality. And I didn't see things that I ain't supposed to see. Just like. Paul knew a man in Christ, whether in the body or out of the body. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Read about it. Things that he didn't know if he was able to utter or should say because he learned things from going to these higher planes that these beings dwell in. And he learned spiritual knowledge that is not permissible for a man to know or to utter. That's where coming into the body and out of the body come into. Now, you don't need to lead the body to try to do this. And I wouldn't encourage anybody. But I'm just saying, because I've done that. I didn't seen some things and I didn't learn some things. And I didn't came back here and I'm able to go ahead and tell you certain things. But even those things, I have to be careful on what I say. Because there's a code to everything. There's a time and a place for everything. Sometimes I have to remain silent. 
not because I'm thinking I'm better or I know something nobody else knows. There's always somebody out here that knows something more than you do in some category. So don't ever get to the point where you're so high and mighty or got your head so far up your butt that you don't think you can learn new things because you are stagnated at that point. And what Hosea 4.6 tells us very plainly and very clear that my people are destroyed or my people perish because they lack knowledge. So never, ever feel that you know so much that you can't learn anymore. You are not an island and neither am I. Together we are that island. That we have the whole entire universe in us, inside of us, but we don't have access to it because we are still in carnal flesh and a carnal mind. We're not in a God-like mind. And 2 Timothy chapter 3 tells us that. It, it, it tells us this. 2 Timothy chapter 3 tells us that we have a form of godliness, but we're denying the power thereof from such turn away. You see, we have the most high in us. We have the ability to know things beyond our reasoning, our reckoning. We have wisdom that is willing to be bestowed upon us because it's already within us because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world that's in first john chapter four so you have the ability the capability shall i say because ability is limited capability means unlimited so you have the capability of doing all things knowing all things through christ right through the most high who dwell within you but because we are in such carnal minds wicked minds and we're influenced by spiritual wickedness in high places, which is what Ephesians 6, 12 and 13 tells us. We can't have the knowledge that we're supposed to. We don't have the wisdom to bestow on how to use that knowledge. And we're not ready to ascend to a higher divinity outside of the flesh. These are the reasons why we're held back, because we have obstacles, challenges. We're psychologically retarded to a degree and i don't mean that to offend or be um defamation of anybody's character or condescending in any way because i take these matters very serious and i'm saying all of us including myself so i'm all inclusive with you all no i'm not saying you're stupid no i'm not saying you're retarded i'm saying because we're human beings we don't know it all and we're not the creator and we don't have a clue of what's really going on beyond the flesh that makes us retarded in the sense of we don't know let me say this take that word out wrong word to use i'm gonna apologize retarded simply means slow right no we are spiritually ignorant that's the word i want to use ignorant means to not know better it means to ignore look at the word ignorant it has the word ignore in it ignorant means to ignore knowledge to ignore the facts Hosea 4.6 is based off of our spiritual ignorance. This is why we are destroyed, because we lack what? Knowledge. So how can we be representing somebody of the highest of highs if we ain't on our A game to do that? And if you read Hosea 4.6, all of it, it'll tell you that. He won't even allow you to be a priest unto him because you're not worthy enough to do it. Not because you are insignificant being. No. Because you have not studied to show thyself approved unto God, as 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 tells us, as Revelation chapter 1, verse 3 tells us, right? As 1 Corinthians chapter 13 tells us, 
as John Joshua chapter 1 verses 8 through 9 tells us. Family, some of y'all don't even want to acknowledge what, what time we're living in. Right? You don't want to read Revelations. It's too scary. Man, you better get out of that scariness. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 7. He didn't give you a spirit of fear. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4 through 6. He didn't give you a spirit of fear. What's wrong? What's the problem? I'm talking to those of you who say you love God, worship God, love your Bible, go to church. I'm not picking on nobody. I'm calling it the way it is. That's the problem with us. We get so damn sensitive we don't want to hear the truth. We'd rather hear a lie. Scriptures tells us that too. You're going to be mad at God for saying it? I'm only reciting it. So don't get mad at me. Get mad at the most high. If you don't like what I'm saying, get out of your feelings, get into the word, meditate, get yourself together because I'm trying to work on me. You got to work on you. We can't do it for each other, but we can help each other get there. How about that? We can't do it for each other, but we can help each other get there by being a word of encouraging, uplifting type of people. We got to remember this is a spiritual warfare. If we don't help each other, we fall short, as Romans 3.23 tells us. We shy away and stray away from the path, as 1 Timothy chapter 4 tells us. This is the reason why the days were shortened, as Matthew 24 tells us, so that we would not be led astray. Because the devil is coming down to you with great wrath for he knows his time is short. He's going to deceive all the nations. That's in Revelations chapter 12. Read it. Stop playing. I don't know why it's so much more important to be on your, on your phones, your tablets. Y'all will take time to do all these different things, but you won't give the most high five minutes of your damn time. You say, oh, I go to church on Sunday. But are you doing it for the right reasons? Y'all are more worried about what somebody wore to church and how how well somebody looked and what kind of songs were sung. But did you get the damn message? First of all, I need to ask you, did your pastor? Because it's a lot of y'all's pastors that's got y'all up and uh, upheaval. It's a lot of your pastors that are misleading you and misguiding you. And their punishment is going to be worse because they're supposed to be representations or representatives of the most high. This is why he says in Hosea 4, 6. Now, let me go ahead and read Hosea 4.6 to y'all, man. You need to hear it. You don't just need to hear me reciting it. You need to hear me quoting it. Therefore, it'll have a more longer lasting effect. If you got a Bible, go to Hosea 4.6, chapter 4, verse 6. I'm on the way to, to reading it for those of you who are not near a Bible. You can go back later on since you listen to this podcast and you can see it for yourself. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou has rejected knowledge this is what a lot of y'all do I will also reject thee meaning he says he will reject us that thou shall not or I mean excuse me that thou shall be no priest to me that means you cannot be his priest he will not accept you because you ain't done what you're supposed to. Let me finish reading. Thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Now, if he ain't with you, then you know who's going to be against you. 
you know if you ain't got the protection of the most high guess what that leaves you open to spiritual attacks and that's where spiritual warfare comes in family Let's read Ephesians 6, 12 and 13. Let's get a quicker or a more. Let's get a reminder real quick before we take it to the next level. Hosea, I mean, excuse me, not Hosea. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 through 13. Let's talk about it. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Verse 13, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye, ye meaning you all, may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand the evil day. Now, let's talk about what we just read and let's talk about what evil day. I'm going to give you another scripture to read. In the meantime, while I get that ready, I'm going to talk to you about what we just read. You just read in Ephesians, you got to put on a spiritual armor, baby, because this is a war. Just like it is in real war, you see guys rocking armor, right? They got on these damn vests. They got on. It doesn't matter what times it was. If it was medieval times, they had on these damn. The knights had on armor. Right. So that when they're out here in the field running against each other with swords and shit, they, they, they wouldn't be so easily killed. Well, that's how you got to be with the in the spirit plane while, while while in the flesh, while in the physical flesh. Let me tell you all something, man. This is going to sound magical because it is. And again, don't be caught up on words here. Magic simply means the manipulation of energy. When you can change a frequency, you can if, if there is a being who can literally create reality from thought. Think about that can really shape and mold reality to be whatever he or she wants it to be. That's a powerful entity. That's a cosmic being. We're talking not about just a God. We're talking about the most high of gods. We're talking about the creator of all things. So this being is so powerful, right? The most high is so powerful. All he got to do is think something and it instantaneously will manifest. Now, if he can do that, he's got that kind of power. He can manipulate energy on a molecular level like that instantly just from thinking it into existence. Now, what the hell do you think all these weapons that we talk about for no weapons shall prosper against me? You see what I'm saying? We're going to touch base on all that before we close out tonight. We got a few minutes left in the show. So your boy's trying to touch everything. So put on the full armor of God, fam. Because you are children of the light. Yes, he protects the wicked, too. He protects the sinners. He doesn't hate the sinner. He hates the sin. Right. But he will still help you if you honestly ask him in your heart to give you something. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall open. That's in Matthew chapter seven. Read it. That's actually verse seven. But read the whole damn chapter. All right. You gain more that way. And since we're already in that chapter, that's what I was going to tell you next. About this evil day that you read about in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13. Let me remind you. Verse 13 of Ephesians 6 says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Now, the evil day is every day. 
It ain't no specific time that's going to be some evil. That shit's going on every day, all day, because somebody is out here doing something crazy, being a fool, whether it's killing, murdering, raping, fornicating, whatever the case is, people out here doing it, right? That ain't nothing new. So that's not what that's saying. That's saying not only be ready on the day of evil, be ready for any day of, is, is evil if you ain't got the protection of the most high, right? That the devil is always seeking whom he may devour. He's coming in and out of the earth, up and down, to and fro. So he's always looking for a victim. He's always, he doesn't rest. Spiritual wickedness never rests. We read that in the Bible. The, the spiritual wicked never rests. Isaiah chapter 57 verse 20 says, no rest for the wicked. If you read verses 20 through 21, it says, but the wicked are like troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, saith my God, to the wicked. So therefore, you already know spiritual wickedness in high places spirits don't rest anyway because they don't need they don't have a body they don't have to go to sleep but even people in the flesh can't can't really get some sleep now if you can't sleep it's not because you're wicked okay but what i'm saying if you're doing some wicked shit out here it's gonna be hard to sleep on that you kill somebody you got fucking nightmares and shit uh you know you did something you weren't supposed to because your conscience told you better don't do it and you did it anyway you can't sleep because you're worried if you got some damn skeletons in your closet that have not been, uh, if you haven't come to peace with that, you're not going to be able to sleep. Because there's a wicked thing going on. There was a wicked act taking place. Your spirit can't rest because it knows it's, un it's at an unease because of spiritual wickedness. Come on, man. Did this shit make sense? Of course it does. Now. Real quick, I want to read one last thing to you all because it said the evil day that we read about in verse 13 of Ephesians 6. It said that, you know, wherefore take unto the whole arm of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Now, let's read Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow for to, for the for the. Tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Man, this stuff's popping in my head quicker than I can look it up. So, in other words, I mean, even a word out of another scripture popped up in my head to read another scripture that still connects it. That's, that's how you know it's the spirit. That's how you know the most high is in you working with you. That evil is every day sufficient for the evil. That means evil has its own doing. It has its own bearing. That means it has its own job, its own purpose. That means that it's ongoing. It doesn't take a break. It doesn't sleep. It doesn't rest. As long as you're in this world and duality, as long as the spiritual wickedness and high places exist in spiritual realms from the spirit world of darkness, there is no rest. Be on guard at all times. A lot of you like to say, I like to sleep with one eye open. Well, that's that one eye is thine eye, the single eye, the spiritual eye that you call the third eye. Sleep with that open, but also use spiritual protection. You got to have the most highest protection. Nothing can protect you like the most high. 
There were beings that would make deals and tell you this and that. That ain't shit. They ain't got no power over certain beings. Other beings can, can outpower other beings. But no being can outpower the Most High. That same spark of the Most High that dwells within you. In your temple. We talked about this in, in other podcasts before. I told you that the Most High dwell within you. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 15 through 16. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. 1 John chapter 4. You know he who was in you is greater than he who was in the world. So you don't have to ask, where is the most high? He's everywhere. He's an omni, all-present being. The real creator of all things. Not these false beings who want to play the role of the most high. So you got a lot of that going on too. Again, spiritual wickedness in high places. Not just in places of power. Is that verse referring to people in the government, which definitely they work. Most of them are under the regime of Satan. They're his children. They're seeds. Remember, family, we are not the only type of people on this planet. There are clones. There are robots. You don't believe this shit. It sounds far-fetched like some in a sci-fi movie. The Bible tells us otherwise. The Bible talks about unicorns in the book of Daniel. Give me a break. The Bible tells you about UFOs, but you guys know it as the will within a will that you read about in Ezekiel that you read about and and the book of Enoch or in your Bible in Genesis that you read about also in second Kings and first Peter that you hear about in revelations and more so you hear about it in Ezekiel chapter four. I mean, with chapter one verses four through 28. It's all throughout the book of Ezekiel talks about the cherubims, right? Seraphims. Raphaim is in the book of Daniel, the giants and the people with six fingers. It tells you in, in chapter two of Daniel how they mix their blood with human blood and have hybrids. Yeah, that's in Daniel chapter two, verse 43. Read it. Don't play. It's in the Bible. Out of body experiences in the Bible. First Corinthians talks about all that, you know. We talk about serpent race of beings. When Jesus was calling the Sadducees and the Pharisees, you are like your father, the devil, for he is a liar. There's no truth in him. He wasn't just talking about in spirit. He was talking about sometimes literally because they Satan has a seed. If the, if the sons of God, the daughters of man mingled and they had children, that means they had intercourse with them. Because that's how they were born into becoming hybrids. And those giants that you read about that David killed, who was Goliath, and so many other things. These are the offspring of the fallen ones. Stop playing. A lot of you are saying, well, how is it that spirit can go into getting a physical being pregnant? You really don't want me to answer. Angels can personify family, they can make themselves physical, they have that ability. Demons don't have that ability. You see, their spirits looking for a body. That's why they're always trying to possess something. Now, you got some pretty powerful demonic kings and princes in hell that may be able to do that because a lot of them are fallen angels. Not all demons are fallen angels, man. Most of those angels, most of the demons you call demons, they were the children of these fallen angels. They were the ones that were in these Nephilim bodies. And when they died, their bodies I mean, when they died, their spirits became discarnate beings. 
They're the ones that are always looking for a body to possess. Angels don't have to possess a body. They can manifest and personify in physical form if they wish. So a lot of your so-called angels that are now demonic kings and lords, they're both demons and they're still fallen angels. So they have a lot more power. Hence, your boy, Satan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, and, and, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Lucifer and all that. We'll talk about that. But we ain't got time to talk about it now. So I hope that these things that we have talked about have given you guys a little bit more reasoning into why things are the way they are. This is not about the flesh. No matter how much it seems to be on such this mundane, carnal level of thinking, this shit is always a spiritual warfare. Something is always behind it, influencing it. So be mindful of what you say and what you do. Keep the most high on your mind. What I wanted to say, though, before, since we were talking about certain beings in the flesh, there are safe shapeshifters. There are snake people on the planet. The book of Genesis chapter 49 tells us this. There's a tribe of Israel. It's a lost tribe, but it's still a tribe of Israel. Not all of the Israeli tribes are good. Right? That's called the tribe of Dan. The tribe of Dan is a serpent race. Read chapter 49. I mean, yeah, read Genesis chapter 49, verse 17. If you go 10, 10, uh, 10 scriptures up from that, you read about in the same chapter, you read about the tribe of Benjamin. That's the tribe of wolves or werewolves and lichens. So these things you're seeing on TV, like Underworld and Teen Wolf, the series and the movies and all these damn hundreds of werewolves and vampire movies. This shit is real, fam. They always tell the truth by hiding it in plain sight. That is one of the universal laws. They have to tell you the damn truth. They have to tell you what they're up to. They can't help it. They have to do it. It's part of the universal law. That's why they hide the truth in plain sight and call it fiction. So that way that they can freely put it out there and nobody will believe it. You got to research and read these things. This shit is in your Bible. I just told you everything that's in your Bible. This ain't reaching. This ain't me making this up. This is in the scriptures. Learn the translations, man. Stop looking for pastors and priests and Imam Isas and Rabonis to give you all this knowledge. They're not going to tell you this. Some of them don't even know this shit themselves. A lot of them do, but you got to ask, who do they really serve? Because why aren't they talking about it? You got a lot of false prophets that have risen in the world today that's in these churches. Yeah, I'm calling them out. The Joel Osteens, the Joyce Myers. You might, these might be some of your favorite people. They might have preached a really good sermon and said a lot of great things. So don't take away from the message. But understand, these people are not all who they claim to be. Because when the smoke clears and the most high starts revealing the truth, your favorite people are going to be exposed. Just make sure you're not one of them. Just like I am. Know who you serve, know who you are, know why you're here, and know who's who. That's what you got to do. Because why? It's a spiritual warfare. On that note, family, I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. It is always a pleasure. I love you all very much from my heart. Guys, make sure you donate. It doesn't take but a dollar, if, that's, if anything. Definitely donate to the Pharaoh Radio Cash app. Okay, I'm going to play that again before uh, before we can completely conclude this this programming on that note. Stay blessed. Stay prayed up. Watch yourself. Watch your six. Pay attention to your government. And you already know all that jazz on that note. I'm out of here, fam. Spiritual warfare, baby. Be about spiritual welfare. 
Peace and namaste. Hey, 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 fam. It's your boy, Jay Read It All. That's right. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. No doubt. Family, it is definitely 2021. And Pharaoh Radio is always steadily coming up with ideas so that we can make things a lot easier for you and yours. Because why? We are Pharaoh Radio community. A family. And so that's why we tell you guys, definitely make sure you donate to the Cash app, which the cash tag is dollar sign Pharaoh Radio. Because if you do so, family, we are definitely willing and have been picking five lucky winners to receive $200 in their cash app box. Now, who wouldn't want a little extra? And we're only asking y'all to donate what you can. So anyway, definitely make sure you can continue to do that because we have goals, fam, and we need to reach them together. Now, on another note, for contact information, you guys have been saying, those of you who haven't contacted me, that I should also do another commercial that's a little bit more intricate in detail. So let me go ahead and give it to you straight right here. For those of you who want to continually get in contact with your boy, you already know the address. But for those of you who are new to the show, you can reach me through my email at jratedr at gmail.com. That's spelled J-A-Y-R-A-T as in Tom, E as in Eddie, D as in David, R as in Robert. J rated all, all one word at gmail.com. Holler at me with your feedback. I don't care what it is. If you want to hear a topic, if you want me to expound on something that was already said or once talked about, if you want to ask me a question, reach out to your boy. Show your love, show your respect, and I promise you I'll get to you in due time because there are people who do email me, so I can't get to everybody all at once. All right? On that note, family, I hope you all are blessed. It is definitely 2021, so we're still in the COVID season. And that probably ain't going to change for a while. But regardless of what it is we're facing, always keep it real, keep it raw, keep it authentic. And holla at your boy here on Pharaoh Radio. Spread the word, tell your family and your friends, tell them to go ahead and subscribe to Pharaoh Radio. And don't forget to donate. On that note, I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. It's a pleasure to talk and serve you all. And as always, family, y'all stay safe. I'm out. Peace and namaste.